Hello, everybody. Uh, this is the Olive Graham video podcast series. My name is Sam Oliver Fuhr. I'm Eli Graham. And a few weeks ago, we started a digital marketing agency called Olive Graham. And right now, we are just creating this vlog or this uh, this video series to document what we're doing, what we're done, who 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 we're who we're working with. Basically documenting the start of the launch of this uh, new agency so that we can track the progress along the way, share with you guys how we're going through the process of launching this agency, um, who we're working with, the struggles of, um, you know, pitch decks and proposals and, you know, um, initiating even the campaigns the actual nuts and bolts of marketing uh, so we can share it with you guys uh, since I know a lot of you are probably doing the same thing. Um, and uh, we both come from marketing backgrounds. We, um, you know, we started this agency basically to unite what we were already doing um, separately and, um, you know, and create Olive Graham to service as many clients as possible. So, our manifesto, our thesis, what we do is, uh, I think, is simple. It's quite simple, and I think it relates to anybody who has uh, an idea, a business, uh, wants a certain political party to win, uh, just someone who wants to put something that they're doing out in the world, a song or they're a band. We basically believe in telling stories where uh, people are actually listening or actually paying attention. For example, Good motto. Um, if you want to put your, uh, if you have an idea uh, like this type of show, we could try to pitch it to iHeartRadio or we could just, you know, have one of our, our guys who works with us uh, film it on a, uh, on an old camera and shoot it in the office that we're working in. Uh, so I guess there's an aspect of DIY entrepreneurial yeah. ship. Um, well, I think the key is really in recording, pressing record. And I think that sometimes people are a little bit hesitant to just begin documenting their struggle or their, their process. And, and I think that people are more likely to pay attention if you're just documenting versus trying to get, you know, as little content or, or, or ultimately getting less content um, out there, whereas we could just be documenting the agency process and people will learn really from the upside and the downside. I think people learn from our struggle more than the success because they see how it's done and will watch us grow through it, you know? Absolutely. So my question for you is when did you what was your first experience with using the internet to see some success uh interesting um yeah i mean i think probably back when i was like 17 i think really it was like when i shot a music video for a friend and i saw that like i made this music video that got not a lot of views. I mean, it wasn't like a success by any means. It got a few thousand views, but my friend started getting, you know, hit up by promoters and he started getting, you wow. know, some, some bookings, you know, I mean, it wasn't like he was living off this shit, but, um, I thought it was kind of unique to see like from such a young age, like what 
the process, the turnaround of like making a product, getting it out on the internet, and then like hustling that product to you know contacting promoters and um, showing it to venues what the end result was. It wouldn't have been possible if he just contacted the venues and the promoters without that video. And it was the video that was a proof of concept of his brand and his persona, um, much like marketing, you know, where we're developing new brands, you know, showing them a, a, a video of the brand or, or a campaign for the brand is really the proof of concept to get people excited about working with that brand, I think. Um, right. You know. Yeah, no, it's funny. Uh, that you mentioned music was the first time that you uh, put something out there on the internet because it's similar with me. I used to play in a band. Um, we'll put a link to that just so you could see some of the history. And, I mean, what we would do is we would we would go out and we would go to recording studios or we would go work with videographers and we would make that stuff. And then... And then we would, and then we would use the different social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, with everything within the last five years, uh, Twitter and Snapchat, uh, right. to share the to share the songs and share the music videos. And we we knew where we wanted to play. We wanted to play at City Winery or Webster Hall in New York City, and we would send and we would send our content to them. So uh, so I think a lot of people think that marketing or the internet is alchemy. But there is an element of serious hustle, serious sales right. list. Exactly. Serious, you know, executing films. It's all behind the scenes. Yeah, executing films on no budget. Um, so so I think that these these skills of, you know, figuring out who the end consumer is right. of the content and then executing the creation of the product. Yeah, 100%. Uh, whether, you know, the creation is documenting something like this making a music video or uh, doing what we did last week, which we'll talk about for, right. uh, for one of our clients. Yeah, that was, that was great. Um, definitely share some of that footage with you guys too. Yeah. So, uh, without saying the name of the client, um, yeah, but it's somebody with a, a very strong product development background that we're working with who has, uh, made their first foray into really social media tech, um, with a strong hardware background previously. Um, and I think it's like, you know, we've, we've created this, um, platform that I think that they're gonna, you know, really get a lot of benefit from through the social media content that we're developing. Um, you know, obviously I think that that kind of leads into a little bit of like, you know, we have this really strong social media campaign that we're, you know, we're, we're doing for them. And, uh, I think the fact is is that the hardware has to be good for that campaign to be successful and and part of it is like that marketing can't fix a shit product that is correct <laughs> unfortunately yeah. um as much as you know so many people turn to marketing to you know sort of polish a turd it's not really um ultimately going to be possible unfortunately um, it is possible to take a, an idea that's sort of not fully fleshed out and make it saleable, you know. Um, right, but, but as soon as you get the eyeballs on it, uh, and yeah. if it's no good, then, then there's a huge backfire. Yeah. As like as I mean as we saw this weekend with. Oh, with Firefest, yeah. <laughs> so glad we're all here on uh, Monday morning. To uh, to talk about a little bit about Firefest because um, 
Oh, and then <laughs> we're giving some free promo to uh, some some whoever's advertising on uh, Variety's website. Yeah. Um, you guys are doing doing well. Um, <laughs> so so Fire Festival is this social media phenomenon that was created this year without any planning. Um, I shouldn't say that there was no planning because I think that sets it up for failure in a way. It all okay. Bill Gates sold his first software without actually writing any code, and that ultimately became Microsoft. There are tons of people in history who are some of our most brilliant visionaries who have created uh, the the concept that they then sold without any tangible product actually being there. And it just gotten people excited about the concept. And that's what this guy, uh, Billy McFarland, did with his partner, Ja Rule. Unlikely, um, uh, unlikely mates there. Um, uh, but, uh, are they? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's 25. Ja Rule is a gangster rapper from the early 2000s. I'd say it's kind of... I, I don't know this he Billy McFarlane guy. until 50 Cent slaughtered him. Yeah. I'm sure 50 Cent's really happy right now, especially given all the bankruptcy cases that he just went through. Oh, man. I love 50 Cent. He's like... He, like, goes through a bankruptcy case, but he knows that he has to protect his image. But he's going through bankruptcy to really just, like, protect his assets. Sure. Like, he actually has money. And he's like, po- he posted photos to his Instagram of himself in the, like the bathroom during the court, the during the trials with like ten thousand dollars in his pocket. <laughs> he like flashed ten thousand um, dollars. Yeah, really, really, I think ultimately saved his image. F- funny enough, by doing that, um, you can't be a, ga- a broke gangster rapper. No man, especially yeah. if your name's Fifty Cent. You can't get, get, get rich or die trying, you know? Yeah. <laughs> What's the alternative? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Billy McFarlane, okay, a little backstory. He created Firefest with Jaw Rule. They, um, in around January of this year, they start promoting Firefest with um, some of the top models uh currently like Emily Raja I don't know how to pronounce it Raja Kasi. You said Gigi Hadid. Gigi Hadid, Kendall Jenner, um that that group, you know, of uh very uh high profile Instagram models and basically had uh flown them all to the Bahamas um in early January had them each post a photo to their Instagram probably got seen by 400 million people I guess you know just by getting that social media campaign off the ground selling the concept rather than actually having a festival infrastructure in place so he basically got these these girls to um pose on an island uh that would ultimately be the location for Firefest um, say that it was going to be the most, you know, luxurious, uh, uh, one of a once one once in a lifetime festival on a private island with chartered jets and basically selling the the like the pie in the sky sort of like this is going to be the best thing you've ever experienced. These hot girls on a beach and like you know um, just uh, you know it sounds amazing. Like I I didn't even know about it really until like the day of the festival. I don't know how it slipped my mind. I went to Coachella, I don't know, but um I guess I was with all the peasants at Coachella <laughs> who didn't want to go to a private island. But um 
you know, uh, I had VIP, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but basically, um, so they have this festival, uh, I'm sure you've heard about it at this point, but, um, people start showing up and the private jet wasn't a private jet. It was a commercial jet. Um, the villas weren't villas. They were actually UN humanitarian aid relief tents. Um, <laughs> uh, and a bunch of the performers were starting to back out and there was, there was no food. Um, there was, I, I, I gather it was really just in a, in a, like a, a, a dirt field on this island. Um, Sounds like a Thai West horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you start getting this social media buzz about it becoming like the um, Hunger Games of music festivals. Um, talk about a PR disaster. So, um, so I guess, you know, I guess that really leads into this whole discussion, you know, of like, the product to back up like just because you have a budget to hire influencers yeah and i think you know the going rate for someone like kylie jenner or jg to post about you is over a million dollars easy um for this guy who is like a nobody i'm sure they charged him double yeah you know i mean who knows if ja rule pulled some strings (laughs) who knows um but um well i mean if they're flying him out it's not exactly the most convenient post you know it's crazy yeah um but I guess I guess our point is is that the most important thing are the nuts and bolts of a business and having a business that's able to operate. Yeah, uh, the, this is the ultimate example of flashy marketing, uh, overruling actually getting the product on point. The clearly the founders were more focused on having hot girls in bikinis promote the product than actually getting stage managers event planners and um (laughs) food and provisions to the island (laughs) you know yeah which i'm yeah so you know i mean some of the marketing budget maybe use a lower level influencer but you split the cost and then you actually run a festival Um, i'm sure they went over whatever their budget was and that's what happened yeah so it's just interesting seeing how i mean that's at scale that's a large level but how marketing and running a business are directly interwoven uh, in terms of getting the word out about what you're doing definitely and making sure that you have um, a product that is definitely. functioning yeah here I mean here yeah exactly and going with that it's like these guys had a great <laughs> marketing campaign probably the best marketing campaign influencer marketing at yeah the highest level the That's highest level 100 million people directly seeing it uh, expertly done yeah, yeah, yeah. in a way I think um you know, I mean, they look like idiots right now, but their marketing campaign was pretty genius. They pulled off the unthinkable. They were completely unknown festival organizers um, that people had never heard of before, but they were able to sell tickets to a festival that at the minimum price to entry was like 2000 or or $1,000 or something. Um, I think the packages went up to like 300 k you could pay like if you bundled everything yeah um but but these guys like they just completely dropped the ball on focusing on making sure the product delivered and um and then they lost all their market share uh they definitely won't be able to run another festival well uh with all the lawsuits they'll be facing (laughs) well yeah i mean 
I don't know. Ja Rule, I feel like he can bounce back, but... <laughs> ja Rule's got to lay low for, like, Gotta six months. Yeah. <laughs> but he'll be all right. He's already been doing that for a few years, yeah. so... <laughs> but anyway, um, this is uh, this is an exciting, exciting journey that we're on. Yeah. Uh, being part of the marketing world, being part of, you know, business, entertainment, yeah. culture, um, and... And uh, we will be sharing this hopefully on a daily, a couple times a week at least. Yeah. And uh, please, you know, like, subscribe, comment on what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and we'll be back with more uh, influencer, social media uh, stories and, you know, roundups of news, uh, recaps on what we're doing this week, um, getting into the nuts and bolts of the agency process and... Uh, recruiting new clients so I'm looking forward to sharing that with you good